today I would like to share with you about anointing of the sick, one of the seven sacraments. Just uh, I have a question. Is the anointing of the sick, is that the last rites? How many of you know that? Say, is that the last rites? And the anointing of the sick, is that last rites? No, it's not the last rites. Um, in Birmingham, I had a placement, and uh, I used to go and visit uh, the sick in the hospital. So one day, I used to wear the collar. Even I'm not a priest, but uh, as a seminarian, I wear a collar. Um, so one lady, she was in the, um, in the separated room, I, I knocked her door uh, because I need to wear the, all the aprons and things because it's infection. I knocked her door and uh, she looked at me and anyway she said, come in. So I went in and then she, her face was like, why he is here? That's a question. But still I said, okay, I would like to go in. Anyway, I get into her uh, bed, near her bed, and then start speaking to her, but still she's not happy. She's like, <clears throat> why? But anyway, I shared with her my vocation stories and things, and about half an hour I spent with her. And then after that, she slightly smiled, and then she started to speaking to me. And then she said, I'm sorry, Father, I wasn't very happy with you the first time when I saw you because I am not practicing Catholic, but I thought my mother asked you to come and visit me and anoint me because she thought his father is here, he's going to anoint, and I am going to die. That's the uh, thought, first thought. But I said, no, 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 I am not coming for that. Just I'll come and see you and say hello. And then she was so happy. And then she had a few, I mean, about half an hour. And then I come back after prayer. And recently, I went to visit another man uh, in the hospital. Uh, he's very, about 55. Um, and then he was like, I said, why? What's happened? Oh, Father, I am, I am well. I am fine. I don't have any problem. <laughs> In two, two days, I am going back home. Oh, yes, that's fine. So why? No, 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 no. I thought you were going to anoint me. <laughs> I said, no, 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 no. Just I come and say hello. Yes, we have. Even I brought up in that kind of culture. If the priest comes and then anoint, I am going to die. But then another lady, I went to visit her, and she was crying. And then uh, she is a very good Catholic. Um, and then I had a chat with her. And after that, I offer her Holy Communion. She received, she said yes. And anointing, she said yes. Everything she had. And then uh, she was fine. She was very cool. And then I ba went back. 
And then a couple of days later, I, I went to visit her again. And she was so calm and very happy. Uh, and then uh, she said, Oh, Father, after you anointed me, I'm so happy. Thank you for your coming. So then a uh, few days later, I went to visit her. But she wasn't there because she is already um, gone home. Um, but and then second day I say to her, okay, not me. It's because of your faith. Your faith has healed you. So then she accepted. I said, yes, your faith. So it depends on our faith, okay, this anointing of this. It's where does, where does it coming from? There's a Mark 6, 13. Jesus said, they draw our demons and they anointed with oil many who were sick and cured them. Yes, this is Jesus asked them. And also the book of James says, the prayer of faith. Are any among you suffering? They should pray. Are any cheerful? They should sing songs of praise. Are any among you sick? They should call for the elders of the church and have them pray over them anointing them with the oil in the name of the Lord. The prayer of faith will save the sick, and the Lord will raise them up, and anyone who has committed sins will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another, and pray for one another, so that you may be healed. The prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. This is from the book of James. This is the basic of the anointing of the sick. So when and how often can we receive the anointing of the sick? The Catechism of the Catholic Church saying, the proper time for receiving this holy anointing has certainly arrived when the believer begins to be in danger of death because of illness or old age. Each time, uh, a Christian falls seriously ill, he may receive the anointing of the sick and also when, after he has received it, the illness worsens. When to receive? Before surgery or serious procedure, during a long-term or Ill terminal illness, experienced health issues related to old age, prayer of healing, spiritual strength, to bear illness. Yes, Mother Teresa says, pain and suffering have come into your life, but remember pain, sorrow, sufferings are but the kiss of Jesus, a sign that you have come to come so close to him that he can kiss you. So how is affects the anointing of the sick? united the sick person with the suffering of Jesus during the last hours, giving the person strength, peace, courage to endure the Christian manner, the suffering of old age, imparting the sick person in preparation for passing to eternal life and forgiveness of sins. So that the forgiveness of sins is connected to anointing of the sick. That's why it's a deacon cannot do anointing of the sick, only priests or bishops. So what the prayers involved with that anointing of the sick? 
the priest, the forehead, used to the oil, and then says, Through this holy anointing, may the Lord is his love and mercy help you with the grace of the Holy Spirit. And then the priest anoint in your hand, hands and say, May the Lord who frees you from sin save you and raise you up. Amen. There's a prayer, is the beautiful prayer is there. Father in heaven, through this holy anointing, grant him or her comfort in her courage when afflicted, give them patience, when dejected, afford them hope, and when alone, assure them of the support of your holy people. We ask this through Christ our Lord. That's the prayer. It's a great prayer involved with the anointing of the sick. So, in conclusion, is the anointing of the sick, again, reconciliation, the sacraments of healing, but only the three sacraments, these are repeatable. Okay, so the one is Holy Communion every day when you go to Mass. This another one is uh, um, and baptism is only once, and uh, reconciliation, the confession, you can go ever again and again. And third one is the anointing of the sick. I hope may, many of some of you here already you are anointed in the hospital, but you are alive again. You know, so repeatable. You can have every time. So this is only inner healing, sometimes physical healing. The people had that healing, the physical healing. So, brother, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ, don't, do not be afraid when you see a priest in your hospital or in a house. Uh, but the last rites is involves the saying is, if you receive Holy Communion and Confession and Anointing of the Sick, three sacraments involves with last rites, but they don't use that last rites, the word. That's the older, older version. But now the anointing of the sick. So, and uh, before I finish, I want to uh, tell you the practical things uh, about our funerals. Uh, in in Basingstoke, one lady early in the morning, she come to me and said, Father, you know, I received a phone call from this morning. To where? I said, I don't know, you tell me. And then she said, she got a phone call from the undertakers, and then they asked him, do you have a funeral plan? So then they are asking the already the beforehand, they want to have a funeral plan. But I would say, so normally it's a Catholic church also, we have the funeral uh, plan uh, sheet is here, uh, because you can't mark it down your, um, first reading, second reading, hymns, and what you want to do with your ashes or burying or whatever you want to do, you can put it down and then leave it in the parish office or leave it in the press, uh, priest or with your family. This is our plan, it's my plan. Because one day we are going to die. We don't know when. But, and also the family members, what's happening is the end of when you the finish uh, last days, the family, they thinking of, or if they are not practicing Catholic, they don't want to do their mom's or dad's wish. 
they want to they take their own. And also if you're in a the family, there are three or four, and then one is practicing, one is not practicing, another one is saying, no, I don't bother about priest calling priest or going to the church. So just plan ahead and then tell them earlier on, if you have your children or just live in the presbytery, this is how I want to. That's easy for you, your children and for the priest. So, and also the undertakers offer you a funeral mass or funeral service because they want to cover the time. This couple of weeks ago, I had a chat with the undertaker and he said, oh, Father, we don't want this uh, mass because it will take one and a half hours. But I said, no, it's only 50 minutes, but depends on eulogy. There's a people, four or five people, they want to come and talk about their mom or dad. It takes extra time. But mass is good. It's end of the day, mass is really good if priest available. So otherwise you can have service. So just think about in our life and what you are going to do in the end. So it is very helpful for your children and the priest.